0: Hi, and welcome to the Mindful Shape Podcast. I'm Paula Parker, and I'm a life coach specializing in weight loss. So this episode has been a long time coming. (laughs) I actually was planning on recording it last week, and then our little guy got sick. So nothing serious, but just a little virus, um, just enough so that he wasn't able to go to daycare, and so I had to move some stuff around. Long story short, um, this podcast got bumped However, I'm excited because I think a lot of you will be able to relate. I know that definitely this has been a theme on my own personal journey, so I'm excited to share with you. So impatience during weight loss. So you're probably in one of two camps, either what you're doing just isn't working, meaning your weight isn't going down without it going right back up, or you're just not losing weight at all, or maybe what you're doing is working, meaning you are losing weight. What's interesting is that no matter which camp you fall into, you are likely feeling impatient about the whole thing. So am I right? There is a big range in the rate at which people lose excess fat. So I have clients who lose up to, you know, 10 pounds in a month, and then some who lose two or three pounds in a month. But what's so interesting is that it doesn't seem to matter. (laughs) We always want our results to come sooner than they're coming. (laughs) We want to be living at our natural weight right now. God, that was almost hard to say. Weight right now. whatever weight that we decide that's right for us, right? And anything outside of that, even if we've lost, say, 10 pounds, even if we've lost 25 pounds, I have clients who've lost 25 pounds, if you're listening, hi, congratulations. (laughs) But even those of us who've lost that much weight, sometimes when we're not at our goal, we still feel impatient sometimes, right? We still feel that resistance to our current circumstances, our current weight, Today, I'm going to be exploring just how impatience plays a role in weight loss and what to do about it. So, first off, if you are feeling this way and you recognize it immediately, this is a safe space for you. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you that you need to feel any differently about it. You don't have to change a thing if you don't want to. Feeling impatient about getting what we want is so normal and nothing is really going wrong here, right? You get to be as impatient as you want to be. But if you're like, Um, No, I would much rather lose weight while feeling at ease and relaxed about it, then this will be helpful because maybe it's so normal to feel impatient. You never considered there could be another way to experience your weight loss journey. It's almost as if we're either on a weight loss plan, feeling impatient the whole time, wanting to get somewhere else, or we're off the plan entirely. And it's like we're on pause and we're feeling a little resigned. So I'd like to offer that we have options here. So soften your shoulders, take it all in, and then you get to decide for yourself. First, let's talk about how impatience could be showing up for you and potentially having a negative effect on your results. Here's how to tell if you're being impatient. When it comes to losing weight, I see impatience show up in three different ways. One is you have the sense that what you're doing isn't enough. So you might be finding yourself going back into more of a diet mentality, meaning you're trying to eat much less and move way more. You might be counting calories, budgeting macros, or trying old diets that worked in the past. And I put air quotes around the word worked because unless it was sustainable and you kept the weight off long-term, it didn't really work. (laughs) And listen, if you really enjoy doing these things, if you really want to continue you know, counting calories or whatever, and it serves you, then that's great. But most people I know would much rather spend their time, energy and focus elsewhere than on doing those sorts of activities. This can also um, constantly looking at how to optimize what you're doing or improve what you're doing. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. We want to be questioning all the time, you know, what is working? What could I do better, but not from a place of insufficiency from a place of feeling impatient. And I'll talk a little bit more about that um, later on in this episode. Okay. The second way is a little less obvious, and it's that you're believing that you aren't enough. You aren't acceptable to yourself as you are now in the body that you currently have. And I like to think of this almost as the body that you have out on loan. (laughs) I think it's kind of a funny way of thinking about our bodies. We don't really own them we're simply borrowing them for our lifetimes. They are a gift. When I think of my body this way, it helps me have just more reverence and I feel less attached somehow. It gives me a different perspective. And a client gave me this quote that I'd like to offer because I think it's really interesting. My body is not a billboard. It's my home. What? I love that, right? Your body is your home. Okay. So when we're impatient, we're really rejecting ourselves and that feels pretty terrible, right? So we think that if we can speed up the process, we'll outrun the negative feelings we have about ourselves and our lives. That's why we're impatient. Another way impatient shows up is when you think, you know, sure it's working now, but what about next weekend? (laughs) What about my upcoming vacation? What about six months from now? You have little to no faith in yourself or the process. Okay, so I want you to compare this to something like an Amazon purchase. So I think the last thing that I ordered was a ring light for my new desk setup. I'm working downstairs in our living room now that my husband is back to work. He's using the office because he's essentially on calls like back to back all day, so it just makes sense. And so far, so good. I'd Love my own space with a door to close, but so far I've been able to have all the privacy that I need and have pretty good lighting. It could be worse. So I bought the light because I really just wanted better lighting for my coaching calls and was looking forward to not looking like I hadn't slept for a week on my client calls. (laughs) But as much as I was looking forward to it, I wasn't impatient about it at all. After I placed the order, I didn't think much about it, right? They gave me an approximate date, which I don't even think I paid attention to, and then I just expected it to come. No drama at all. I wasn't thinking, well, what if I don't get it? Or what if it gets delayed? What if it comes and it's not what I expected? No. Why? Because I trusted that A, it would come and I could trust the process, and B, I would problem solve if I needed to. So if we match this up with the impatience criteria I just talked about, it looks like this. I trusted what I was doing enough, meaning my order on Amazon was sufficient to solve for the lighting problem. I would never believe that if my light didn't arrive on time, it meant that there was something wrong about me, right? And lastly, I didn't think, well, sure, I got my last Amazon purchase, but I doubt this order will show up. Now, I know this is like kind of a maybe a silly example, like who cares about the light (laughs) weight loss has such a bigger impact on my life. And I get that, but I just want to illustrate that being impatient about whether the light will come or not does not speed up the process over at Amazon and impatience is not created by the thing you're after and not having the thing yet. When you know it's coming and you know, you will figure it out until it does. You can be chill about it you can relax and feel better in the meantime. And here's the thing, being impatient during your process, not only adds to the discomfort on a day-to-day basis, but it will actually slow you down. So here's how look at what you do. When you're feeling impatient about your goal, you're trying lots of different things rather than allowing it to be slow, steady, and sustainable. When you're spinning in confusion and overwhelm, you're not focused on the good things that are happening in your life right now. You miss them simply because you're distracted. Your focus is on what isn't working, what's lacking rather than all that is working and wanting what you have already. So the question becomes, what feeling do you want fueling your actions? It's like we can lose weight from a loving place for ourselves or from a place of insufficiency, disgust, rejection. You'll know based on how you feel and your level of impatience. When we're in a hurry, we're trying to change the current circumstances to get out of negative emotion. It's really important to remember that. And oftentimes changing the circumstance, in this case, losing weight quickly will make us feel better temporarily. But you can also change how you're thinking about yourself and your body and immediately change how you're feeling about yourself, your body and your life. And this doesn't even need to be that drastic. It can simply go from thinking you need to live a life without sugar and flour and be hungry all the time just to reach your goal or be in a free fall with food To believing it's totally possible to feel in charge around food 100% of the time, no matter the situation. So no matter if you're out with friends and they're having drinks and you're like, that would be great, (laughs) but you know it's not going to help you reach your goals or any other situation where you feel like that could be impossible. I can't imagine my life without having all the things, right? If you don't believe it's truly possible to achieve this, and reach your weight loss goal, you're going to be desperate. You're going to feel like it needs to happen yesterday for you to alleviate the pain and deprivation that you're feeling. Notice that you wanting it so desperately is just because you're in pain. You'll get out of the pain by accepting the process, no matter how slow and accepting yourself a little bit more while you're getting there. When you aren't in a hurry, you're going to feel more at peace. So I want to give you something really actionable to help you out of being impatient and really help you cultivate more patience within your weight loss journey. So that it's just mainly, it's just more enjoyable, right? I want you to consider giving yourself the gift of time. <laughs> give yourself a timeline that offers more than enough space to breathe. Here's what I want to challenge you with. Whatever timeline you have in your head right now to reach your goal, I want you to double it. So if you're thinking three months, now it's six months. If you were thinking six months, now it's a year. Try that on for a minute here. What comes up? Maybe some disappointment. That's okay. You are likely already feeling disappointment about where you are now anyways. But what if this new timeline, it's for sure going to happen? Like 100% guaranteed. Maybe you'd relax a little. Maybe you stop going into all or nothing thinking, knowing that you're in it for the long haul. If six months or a year feels like a million years away, it's because you're in pain over where you are right now. And the best news is that we can start alleviating that pain, not by adding to it with super strict eating like a super strict eating plan or a super strict workout plan, but by being really curious about what thoughts are contributing to that pain. Maybe there are some really negative thoughts that can be questioned and shifted even just a little. Thoughts such as, I have to lose 25 pounds by the summer or else, right? Or else, and it's like something terrible. We plan on withholding love from ourselves if we don't meet our goals, and then we wonder why we don't feel motivated. Or maybe you say to yourself, I'm so sick of dealing with this, or I know what to do. Why can't I just stick with it? What makes me think I can do this when I failed a million times before? So much self-criticism and a lot of judgment here, right? It's simply not useful. Instead, we can think, you know, I'm figuring this out. I'm committed to myself. Even when I make mistakes, I'm just going to love myself through this, even though that doesn't come that easily right now. Okay. Or it will take as long as it takes. And that's okay. This is the type of intentional thought work you can be doing to really make the changes in your body, make a change to your shape. So first is extending your timeline for your goal. Next is really slowing down with the intention. You are truly losing it for the very last time. Yes. If the next 15 pounds you lose never returns, How would that feel? Spend some time here mentally to let that really sink in. You won't lose weight permanently unless you can really start believing it's possible to live at your natural weight without any food drama, right? Without feeling deprived. It's possible to see the donuts at work and not want them. I have a client, if you're listening, hi, (laughs) who just, I had this experience, right? So the beginning of the program, there were di- um, she works in the film industry and there's donuts at work. And she had lots and lots of um, o- desire, right? Genuine desire for them, a bit of mind drama. And then later through some coaching and some self-coaching on her part, zero desire. Like this is what's available. And and if you're thinking it's not possible right now, I just want you to know that it is. If you've never experienced that before, you have to go out on a limb here. You have to have faith that it's possible for you and your brain can change. We know this. So we know it is truly possible, but it's not going to speed anything up by feeling impatient about your end goal and wanting it to go so much faster. Your job is to figure out how your body releases excess fat while you feel satiated and have enough energy and then manage your thoughts so that you can then implement that plan. It's going to require patience not only to figure out what that looks like for you, but also for how long it may take your body to reach its natural weight. Now, if you want help with that, I'm here for you. You can reach out to me through my website, and you can also find a lot of free resources there at mindfulshape.com. And if you haven't already, you can connect with me over on Instagram at mindful underscore shape. And then also I just wanted to mention, I do have a meetup group. So this is a free, I'd almost think of it as like a support group. I know I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but, um, I've taken a little bit of a break from doing these workshops and now, um, I'm going to be doing them, I think about once a month for the next little while. So you can just search mindful shape on meetup.com. And again, that's at 6 PM Pacific time. So I know that's not going to work for everyone, one, but if you can make it, it would be great to see your face and just connect with other women who are on a similar journey. Okay. I hope this was helpful. If you have any questions, please reach out to me and I will talk to you again soon. Okay. Bye.